Shalom Aleichem. We're learning the Sikha of Shlach Gimel. Now, what's interesting about this Sikha is it was originally said in two parts, five years separate. And, and then it, it continued five years later. So basically part one was Shlach Tavshin Lamed and part two was Shlach Tavshin Lamed Hey. Now, in the first time the Rebbe said the Sikha, the Rebbe offered an answer, which five years later he actually rejected. And if you actually go into the Sikha of, that we're learning in our RS 16, footnote 16, you'll actually see that the Rebbe offers the, the answer over here as a l'chayra, seemingly. Now, at the time, the Rebbe actually if, if offered it as an, as an answer. But then five years later, the Rebbe came and said, this is not shver, it's still, a, it's still a problem. And then the Rebbe went on to give the answer that he gave. But I want to just focus on a few interesting points. There's a lot of things that didn't make it into the final edition, and some made it into like footnotes. But I want to focus on the Sikha of Tafshin Lamid from 1970. It's interesting, both times the, the Favrengen led into the similar topic of Miu Yehudi, something that the Rebbe spoke extensively, especially in the 70s, was this idea of that in the Israeli government, they wanted to put in the law that a Jew is anybody that converted, but they didn't want to put in the word kahalacha. And therefore it's, it shaked up the whole definition of what a yid is, at least from the government perspective. And the Rebbe was, the amount of um, pain that caused the Rebbe is just, I don't have to exaggerate it. You just look at what the Rebbe, the way the Rebbe talks. Um, I believe that one time the Rebetzin, Rebetzin Chaim Mushko, mentioned that the two things that caused the greatest pain to the Rebbe, I'm not sure exactly what expression she used, was Miu um, Yehudi, and uh, I think something to do with Bachram. But Miu Yehudi was was one of them. It caused the Rebbe incredible agmas nefesh. So it's interesting that both Sichas led to that. Now, let me just show you. Here we go. Um, after the Rebbe said the the Sikha and Tavshin Lama, the first answer that made into footnote 16, the Rebbe said like this, we could also explain what it means, Sart Silam, that their shadow went away, and it says, Maginam Macheskam, their strength and their security, the people who watched over them, Sherem Shem Mesu, the Sherem died, and Eev, who was watching over them, and the other pin Silishamakim, the question has to be asked, you said Sherem, that's multiple people. And then you say, singular. Now, if you look in the Sikha, um, it did make this, this point did make it into the, the Sikha, but in footnote 18. I just thought it's interesting to highlight it. Then the question is, why is it not enough to say, um, and then you have to mention, in other words, why do you have to say if it was or somebody else? In other words, the Rebbe says, and another way of putting it is, from the fact that it says, multiple, means that it wasn't only Eev, it was other people. So it wasn't, a, the death of Eev didn't suffice because there was other people that could have watched over them. So you have to say that they died. So just like the Ksherim, you didn't say who they were, so you didn't have to mention Eev. In other words, what's the, the what's the paradox? Now, even though the Gemara does say that Eev was watch, it was securing over his generation, as the Gemara in Baba Basra says, and he did die at the time the Meraglan went to Eretz The Gemara says, um, 
this idea that you have died, not on the Pasuk Sartzilam, but rather on the Pasuk Hayesh Ba'etz, earlier in the Parsha, when Moshe Rabbeinu tells them uh, the Miraglim before they go to check if there's a tree. So the Gemara says, there's check somebody, see if the person who, who lives as long as a tree, Eev, who had a long life, is still watching over the, gener- the generation like a tree watches over people. Um, but Rashi, when he says the words Hayesh Ba'etz, he only says, there's only a kosher person. He doesn't say Eev. So why does he have to mention in Sartzilam? Um, and why does Rashi have to bring a, a second shot, etc.? So I just want to focus on this Eev thing. I just think it's uh, interesting. As you see over here, the Rebbe went on to talk extensively about uh, Mir Yehudi and about rabbis overstepping and not knowing where they're supposed to be doing, etc., etc. Went on for a while. Then the Rebbe went like this. The explanation in Rashi. Her, it's not understood. In other words, this is the, explains Rashi. The question was like this. Why Sart Silam happened now? L'chayra, Brisbane Apsarim, that happened with Avram Avinu 430 years prior, they already then said the fourth generation is going to return because until then their Mary will not have sinned enough or that their reward would not have been paid out. So the Jewish people technically should have been able to go into Eretz Yisrael right away after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Why only a year later, because the Miraglim happened a year later, could they go in? And Rashi explains, because now, until now, even though Shalom Avinah the Mary sins piled up and they deserve to be kicked out, nevertheless, just like we find by Sadoim, that some people could have it technically, if had he found 10 or 50 people, they would have secured for the rest of the people. So too, the Kshedim Shabaham kept them going. And therefore, Rashi must say, Kshedim is Lashem Rabbim, just like Stoim. Because in order to watch over the place, you need at least 10 Sadikim. How do we know that? Because Avram didn't ask for less. If one would be enough, Avram should have said, maybe there's one Sadik. No, the moment Avram realizes there's no 10, he's out. Shavlam Kemi goes back. Now, said the Rebbe, the Ben Chamesh, the Mikra will come and ask, how did Khalif know that the Kshayim Shabbat Mesa, he wasn't a Navi, he didn't hear this from Mesa, how could he come and tell the people that the thing that was keeping them going for this extra year is over? Says Rashi, Eoiv Shayyam Rashi comes and says, Eoiv, why? Because Rashi already said regarding the Miraglim, Eretz Echelos Yeshvei, what did Rashi explain? That we found wherever we were going, they were burying people. And, and then Rashi explained, Hashem did this as a favor so that people should be occupied with burying and not focus on them. So based on this, it's not a question to know how did Kalev know that Eev died, because Kalev was by the Levaya of Eev, because Eev was a Tzadik Gadol, and he was famous all over the land, and how long he lived, he lived 120, he lived more than 120, he lived 140 years, according to per, in, the Sefer of Eev. And he had daughters, etc. So when the, he died, everyone was by his funeral. So the Miraglim knew that Eev died. And this is how Kalev understood that their shadow was gone. Why? Because Eev, who was watching over them, died. Now, it must mean if Eev died and Hashem was doing it to, and he saw, they saw multiple people die, that Hashem was doing this so that we could come into Eretz Yisrael. But we don't know the names of the other people. They weren't as famous as you. And, and because they're Miraglim, they can't walk over at every funeral and they say, whose Levi is this? You know, the, who you're bearing? 
Um, usually by chuppah, people are like, who's getting married? But usually you don't show up to Levi and say who's getting married. But who knows? You could also ask that. But they're Maraglin. They can't ask because they're spies. Which is such a fascinating point the river brings out of here. I just thought it was like beautiful to share. And it's all short, in very short version. You could see this all in footnote 17 and 18 in the Sicha we learned. Um, then the Rebbe goes on to explain that the, the, that, um, the, the combining chassidus, etc. The Rebbe spoke about this extensively, and I encourage you to go to this Fabdengen, Shlach Tavshin Lamed, to go all the way to the end of Fabdengen. Um, the Rebbe spoke about literally till the end and then the Fabdengen, talking about various lessons. Um, and also in the Sicha of Tavshin Lamed, hey, um, various other interesting, fascinating insights. L'chaim, Shalom.